Hey guys, um, what's going on? I, uh, I, um, <clears throat> today's my Thursday, back to normal Thursdays, um, and I go in at 12 o'clock on Thursdays, so Thursdays are kind of weird, um, just because they, every other day of the week, we start at 8.30 in the morning, so I'm up and at them, I'm going, I'm, I'm there, I'm, I'm, whatever, it's, um, yeah, but this day of the week, it's like, no, you get to sleep in and relax. And I like that, but I also like, I like the fact of getting to 12 o'clock and the work day, and the regular work day, and I'm like three quarters of the way done, or a half away done with my day, and it's like, hey, it's noon, awesome, we're killing it, we're almost done. Now it's like, hey, I get to four o'clock, and it's like, instead of being like, hey, I'm working till six, it's like, no, you got four more hours, so that's frustrating, but that point aside... You know, it just kind of throws me off a little bit. Um, but it always does muck up my mornings. So I've been working on my morning routine and just kind of improving in small little ways just so I can kind of win the day, win the morning of the day. Um, and I didn't really have, I haven't found my level one book yet. I haven't really looked for it, to be honest. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about, and I, I, again, I'm admittedly not an expert in this, is fitness. Now... <clears throat> I am not an expert. Do I need to say that I'm not an expert three times? I'm not an expert. Um, but the training aspect of it and the understanding of what you need to do is very simple. Um, I uh, Basically, you should be training three times more than a game. So what you can do is if you have one of those Apple Watches or a heart rate monitor or whatever, strap one of those to you while you're in a game. Do that get used to it and then multiply that times three and that's where you should get your heart rate you know doing stuff around the house is just awesome like basically anything that gets your heart rate beating and works your legs out does all this different stuff like you can't beat it um so basically straight cardio and just where your um your heartbeat is moving is, is the big thing. Obviously, working on muscles, getting faster, working on speed is, is huge. Um, if you're not fast, you need to really be anticipating some of the plays then. Um, but the other thing is, if you have a quick recovery time, if you're quick on the recovery and you, you have to do like back-to-back-to-back sprints, you know, 100 meter, 100 meter, 100 meter, and you're back, that's the huge thing. Um, <clears throat> now, for me, that. I have a weird perspective about fitness because I've never been one to do the homework on fitness. I love the intellectual aspect of refereeing. Me running, I just get bored. I just get super bored. So I have to kind of just kick that and be like, look, shut up and do it. You know, Our brain is very tricky. Our brain is really like our worst enemy in this situation because we can find thousands and thousands of excuses not to do something. But in the end, we have to just be like, hey, shut up and do it. Just shut up and do it. Excuse um, <laughs> me. Like, I have a friend of mine who works, I work with, and he walks two blocks to his house. One block away is the gym that he belongs to. And one block from the gym is his home. So he walks by the gym twice a day. He has yet to go once. Now, this is just simple stuff, but... When you think about it that way, think about the ease and the, the just simplicity in which we can have it. We can have a home gym and we don't work out. We can have a gym right across the street, we don't work out. 
We gotta have a gym that we walk by. Twice a week or twice a day. And we don't walk by. And we don't go in. And we could have a gym at any any as convenient as we want. But if we haven't made the mental discipline to say, hey, I'm gonna get my heart pumping for 20 minutes today, then you know. That is the situation we're in. So I think with fitness, building a base and going that way, really just improving yourself a little bit at a time is my thought process. If you need to shock therapy to do something, there's infinite amounts of apps, of workout programs, of doing stuff like that. Um, But in essence, the quicker you are to the breakdown, however you need to get there. This is, I'm not going to go through a fitness program because it's, again... I've looked at ones, I've printed ones out, printed ones out that are books long, I've done all these different things, and in my mind, fitness is, it's just fitness. That's all it is. If you're, the, if you're fast enough, great, that's, that's one thing. If you're not fast enough, that's another animal. You've got to get some specific training and be like, I need to improve my speed. Um, but fitness is just running and recovery time. Now, the thing that I, I, I will remember is that one coach that I remember learning from in Australia was when you get tired, you um, the first thing that shuts down is your mouth. I'm sorry. The first thing that shuts down is your brain. Your mouth, your brain, and then your body. So your mouth shuts down first. Now, we as referees, need we don't need to be vocal vocal, but we need to be able to use our voice and communicate. Secondly, our brain is our weapon. Whereas rugby players, they can do things so many times. Like you, you put like a somebody in there, and they're just grinding after grinding after grinding. They, they, it goes on autopilot. For referees, we cannot go on autopilot. I know we will at some point in time, but we need to work on that mental focus to stay sharp. So if I've definitely had moments where I've never had moments where I, I was so gassed that I couldn't continue. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I mean, I've been definitely winded, don't get me wrong, but I, I've de- never had moments where I was like, I can't continue, I'm going to throw up. Um, but I have definitely um, had moments where my brain, I, I could tell that my brain was suffering and my brain, my mental capacity was not where it needed to be. Um, so I think that's the main thing for fitness. You, you work your ass off until you get to a point where I know I can run. I know I'm comfortable. I know I can do this, and I know that I can follow through with it. And um, I mean, each level up, each skill level up requires a different thing. You know, you go up from you know high school. You know, inherently, you go up from high school girls to high school men, high school boys, and you the speed picks up. Just a little bit, but the speed picks up, the ferocity picks up. You need to be there, you need to be sharp, you need to be on point. Um, and the interesting thing about those skill level games, usually, um, especially like early on in the season, some people, some of the players don't know what they're doing. So you have to be extra sharp in your mental faculties because if you're not, you, you almost have to stop and be like, wait, what the hell did I just see there? There was a ruck, the guy tackled, and the ruck formed, and he got up in the middle of it and went in some random different direction. It's like, okay, no. Yep, okay. I pinged him, but I had to, like, stop and think about it and be like, something was wrong about that. I need to figure out what that was. And he came up to me, and I was like, you were off your feet, and then you didn't enter from the last foot. So, yes, you need to roll away and then rejoin. You can't just stand up and go in a random direction. That's not okay. 
And he was like, oh, okay, fair enough. But it took me like a good five seconds to be like, um, I don't know what to think here. So I think the biggest thing is get your, get your fitness so that to a plateau um, that should be three times the heart rate that you have in a game. So that way, anything the game throws at you, you're covered. Um, and then after that, it's just your mental focus. If your mental focus is there, fantastic. That's all you really need. Um, again, there are, are so many more better people to talk about this than me. Um, I, I was always kind of very middling to below average on my fitness. I feel as though if I had run the beep test and gotten a certain score, I would have you know gone further. But that held me back, and here we are. Which is not something that I. Re- it is something that I regret. Excuse me, not doing, but there's there's no sense crying over spilt milk. Um, find some training that you love doing. I think the big thing is that we have to go into it understanding that our brain will not like it. Our brain will not like to train, period. Our brain shuts down. I, I think I heard this. Our brain tells us that's enough at 40% of our capacity. So when you feel like you want to quit, just stop and be like, all right, that's 40%. Good. We're going to go to 70 or 80. So carry on. Understand that your brain is your enemy. And um, find something you enjoy doing, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's heavy cardio, whether it's marathoning, whether it's whatever. You know, find something that you enjoy, whether it's kayaking or rowing or, you know, powerlifting or whatever. It's, it doesn't matter. Like you just need to find something that works for you and that you enjoy. And um, if you can find something that you enjoy and you know you enjoy it, fantastic. I, I don't think you'll be able to cross-country ski um, year-round. Um, as I live in western New York, it's definitely not possible to cross-country ski year-round. Um, but find something that you enjoy, that you can do, and that's okay. You know, that's the end of it. I'm not, I'm not really going to go into any more fitness just because I'm kind of waffling on and I'm not giving you any specific details, but I think that's a good bar to set. Run, when you, when you do a game, you need to be mentally focused as long as possible. And if you lose your mental focus, just kind of make a mark in your, in, your, in your... Look at your watch and be like, all right, it's the 50th minute and I kind of checked out. That's a good timing. That, that's okay. But find ways for you to refocus as well. That's very important. If you find ways for you to refocus, then it's 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 good to be like, okay, I am refocusing and I'm back at it for the next, you know. And when you get gassed, which you inevitably will, you know, seventh tournaments are a bear. Um, get gassed, that's fine, but break it down into smaller increments. Don't be like, oh my God, I've got 30 minutes left. So you know I've got five minutes left. I'm going to go for five minutes hard. And then you go for another five minutes. And then you're like, all right, now I've only got 20 minutes left. Let's break down down into smaller increments, but... I'm a bit late for work, guys. I got to go in. I'll see you guys later. Hey, guys. It is 8.39 in the evening. (sighs) Do you know where your children are? No. I'm just kidding. Um, hold while I get situated and get on the road going home. Yeah, um, 
yeah, I've had a pretty good day at work. Nothing wild and crazy. We kind of just, you know, kept ticking over and kept cutting hair. None of me. None of me. None of me. No, you, you, most of you probably don't. Um, yeah, my wife um, wants a uh, ice cream and Oreos. So, um, say yes, ma'am, and I go get her some flipping ice cream and Oreos. Um, yeah, that's, that's the gig. That's what we do. Um, so I'm trying. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about what I want to talk about today, and um, or tonight. <clears throat> and I, I, I've been sharing this with a couple of my clients. Just that I'm I'm doing a podcast, and it's nothing really big. And I don't want to waffle on about you know why I'm doing this or who I'm trying to impact. But I think the overarching goal is to improve one person's ability to referee the game of rugby and to ask questions that just make you think a little more. And if we can get there, if we can get to that point where you know we feel a little bit more challenged and a little bit more comfortable with ourselves in the game, then great. I'm, I'm very happy with that. I really, really am like... That's the end of the line for me. Um, if this evolves into something more, great. I'm good with that too. Um, I guess the one thought that I do have is... Um, <sighs> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, that I'm aware that this podcast is imperfect. I'm aware that I'm an imperfect person. Please don't... You know, if I haven't said that enough earlier today, then you're not really listening. Um, But I guess the things that I struggle with, I struggle with beginning things that are imperfect. Um, Like, I I initially had the idea to make a video of all of this and to do this, but that wouldn't have really added much to it, and it dawned on me that making, you know, using my daily commute is helpful and would be would be good things um it also you know raises various complications such as there's a certain finite amount that i can talk to you about things and before i overlap which i already have already um but um i I really just felt compelled to make a deposit in this area of my life and i I value and I, i miss refereeing rugby and I really I don't like that I can't hold up my end of the bargain and do what I need to do um, however that is the gig that I have chosen to do if I don't work on Saturdays I am missing out on a third of my income and I, I it sucks but that's the gig that's what I do so it is purely by just wanting to talk rugby and being passionate about these different things um, that I love so what I'm going to talk for the remainder of my trip about is refereeing 7s compared to refereeing 15s. Um, or the main differences between I can go more into 7s and 15s later. But if we're going from... I've, so far, all of the games, or most of the games that I've referenced have been, been references to 15s. Um, but 7s is a much quicker game and much more fun um, in terms of it's a, you know, you 
get in there and you go kill it and you get in there and you go kill it and you get in there and you go kill it and um, you have to be incredibly confident whereas with 15s letting things breathe is a phrase letting things breathe means if someone's not rolling away you count to three one two three if it's not resolved and it's still impacting play you penalize and that's an effective tool in dealing with a lot of penalties in this. You can still put your arm up for advantage. You can still do this. You don't want to do it right away. You want to just let it breathe for a moment and then react. And if it's a penalty, it's a penalty because most of the time in 15s, they're going to kick for touch. They're going to do different things. Most of the time, they're not tapping the ball and going quickly. That's, that's just proven. In 7s, it is much more the opposite. I would say a good 90% of the time, in my experience at least, when there is a penalty blown, they're going quickly. Like, they are there, they see your arm go up, they know what's happening. Oftentimes, sevens players have a, a much clearer knowledge of what's okay and what's not. And they are just, they're there, ping, they're gone. There's no debate, there's no anything. Um... Yeah. So I think that in that situation, there is no let it breathe in sevens. There is no, you know, you get to relax and take your time and, you know, you must be clear. You must be crisp and you must be decisive. And everyone that doesn't do that is really called out because they don't do that. You also want to approach the game differently. Um, the game is seven minutes a half. I think it's one to two minutes and a half time. I think it's one. And then you're back on the field. Now, that is a sprint. It is a sprint. The game is moving quickly. And you are always moving, always, always, always moving as a referee. Um, it's very important that you are doing... If you're not working hard in sevens, it is really fucking painfully obvious that you're not working hard. Um, so, I just, I think that goes back to the work rate and everything. What else, what else, what else? On your, um, I'm, I'm thinking of tiny little things and I don't want to go into depth about them because it's just, I'm going to give you random snippets of things that I remember. So if I had to tip, give you guys tips on refereeing sevens, um, in sevens, once the ball is passed, your first steps are towards the ten. Okay, so the 10 is the fly half of the person receiving the first pass from the breakdown. Um, now, in sevens, it's much more obvious if you're in the way. You still want to be in a good position. You still want to be viable. But the changes of directions happen so quickly. So when the ball is passed, wherever you are, your first step is towards the 10. 
because they line up a lot deeper in sevens. They don't line up as flat as they do in fifteens. So first step is towards the ten. First two steps are hard, and then you can just kind of cut straight across and kind of go where the ball is going. Um, the goal in sevens is to have play happen in front of you until you want to see the try awarded, and if you can catch them, then go catch them. Um, good luck there. Um, one of those snippets of sevens. There's not a hell of a lot of management just because you there's not as many bodies lying on the ground. You know, and there's not enough time. It's all about speed, 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 speed. Um, now, the other thing is yellow cards are a tool. I'll always remember this one time Dick Byers who was coaching me in a sevens game. And I came to him at halftime, you know, just to get some water and, you know, shoot the shit or whatever. And he was like, so how long did it take you? Because what, what happened was these two guys had a bit of a shoving match. Play was gone. And I, I blew the whistle, stopped, had a chat. And, um, guys, can we play on now? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. So I, you know, stopped the game, did a scrum down to the attacking team, and we restarted play. Now, in that case, I came over the sideline. I think it was after the game. And I was like, yeah, Dick, anything? And he's just like, why'd you do that? I was like, do what? He's like, when they were, you know, having a disagreement about the the dress code, you know. Well, why'd you stop that? I was like, I just wanted it to be okay, you know. Everybody would be fine with it and going on. And he's like, how long do you think it took? He's like, from the moment you blew your whistle, from the moment the ball came out of the scrum, how long do you think that took? And I was like, I don't know. 30, 45 seconds. And he's like, in a sevens game? It's a long time. I was like, I, okay. So I, I see your point. What's the um, easy result? There wasn't a penalty there. He's like, just give them both a yellow card. I was like, what? That was a whole other animal. Like, I'd never even thought of giving cards for that. And he's like, they're slowing the game down. They're focusing your attention. They're slowing the game down. Yellow card, yellow card. Sort it on the sidelines. And I was blown away by that. I thought it was a stroke of genius, as the guy is a genius. Um, and I was just baffled by it, because I was like, I, it never occurred to me. Never, ever would have occurred to me. But that was just it, you know? That could have been the solution. Here's the yellow card. Here's the yellow card. You're wasting my time. Bugger off. Throwing the ball away. Straight yellow card. In that same tournament, I had, uh, I think it was a schoolboys final. And these were some good guys who knew how to play sevens. And this one guy just picked the ball up and walked off with it and dropped it as he did it. And I said, hey, here's your card. Go away. And he, um, and the thing is, they don't bitch about it. They jog off the field and they're like, okay. You know, they understand that that's the game. I mean, they should have, you know, they were testing me in that moment and... They tested me fine. That doesn't bother me. 
Um, I don't need to be liked by these gentlemen or these ladies. Um, so, therefore, I... Um, and the best part was a guy picked up the ball. It wasn't his penalty. And I just pointed right at him, and I gave him the stink eye. And he just put it back down and backed away. I just I let it go. We're good. But um, I, I think you have to take it very seriously, but you also have to be able to have fun. It's a very difficult balance to find. Because I was always told, hey, you need to smile. You need to show that you're having fun. And I, I, I did have fun. I love the game. I loved refereeing the game. But I did struggle with the aspect of just smiling and cracking jokes. Um, you know, there's always that chummy prop who's trying to like be like, oh, sir, you know, we're, we're just, we're, we're the big fat guys. We're slow and we're ugly and whatever. And it's okay to have a little bit of a smile and a little bit of a rip with them when they make fun of themselves. Just be careful with it. Um, but you also need to know how to give them a stink eye. And, um, you know, I mean, to be honest, I found an incredible effect of just being quiet, pointing at them, and just being like cocking your head as if to say, you know what you're doing is wrong. Usually that that's a great bit of just nonverbal communication of I'm in control of the situation. You do it if you want to. It reminds me of um, John Wooden. He had this strict policy of having clean-shaven um, players. And one of the guys showed up to the team picture with these big old mutton chops. John Wooden said, we're taking the team picture in about six minutes. He says, oh, you wouldn't bench me or you wouldn't cut me from the team. He's like, well, you got about six minutes to find out. There's a razor in the, in the bathroom. The guy came back out with no mutton chops on, so... It's kind of like the, they're daring you to do it and they're going to test you that way. And that's fine. There's nothing at all wrong with this. I don't want to go this fast. <coughs> mm. Excuse me. So, I don't know. Sevens is a lot more fun because it's a lot more... You get to be yourself out there. But you can't, you can't hesitate because a no call is just as clear as a call. Um, another instance where I just threw a card where I was annoyed with the guy. Um, which that wasn't the reason, but this guy was... He knew how to play the game. He knew how to act. And the guy, uh, one player, he... Um, made the tackle or did something on the breakdown and he I, I can't remember exactly what it was but the um, he, he like ran into the guy and impeded him from doing anything and I just penalized the guy I'm like you're wasting my time you're wasting everybody's time go away 
And, you know, time-wasting is an easily cartable offense. And the guy looks at me and starts screaming at me, like, Oh, my God, no, no, he did this. And Stitcher starts yelling. And I just pulled the pot card out of my pocket, and I was like, go. And the other team was like, who had the ball was like, oh, okay, we'll take it. Quick tapped. I didn't even look at the guy again. Guy came back on in two, two minutes, and because he, like, ran into him and, like, tried to grab him. or I forget exactly what he did, but it was one of those things where yellow cards are tools to be used in sevens games. So use them. Use them wisely, but use them when you think you need them, not when you, there's an actual, it doesn't, I don't know, I'm getting into gray areas where I'll get burned, but that's okay. Um, they're tools. Don't forget to use them. They're very, very helpful. And I'm home. Thanks for listening to me, Waffle, guys. I'll see you tomorrow.